um, in the book of Ephesians this morning. If you have a Bible with you, would you turn to Ephesians chapter 3? Right there on your phone. Um, it won't be come up on screen in a moment. Written by the Apostle Paul. And what I would love us to be doing, and what I'm praying for, is that we would continue to dream in ways that bring life to our communities. Bringing about life Verse 14 of Ephesians 3. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the fullness of all the fullness of God. So that's the foundation. I'm just going to pause there. That's the foundation for living the fullest of life and dreaming the biggest of dreams. It's a life that's being empowered by the Holy Spirit and that's being rooted in and captivated by the love of God. It's a life that I believe is a life of encounter, of encountering the love and the presence of God. You know, one of the songs that we've been singing recently that I'm just really enjoying, is a song called Here As In Heaven. And there's a little section of the song that goes this way. It says, overflowing this place, fill our hearts with your love, your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came to encounter your love. Your love surrounds us. Now, there may be all sorts of reasons why you came along today. Maybe uh, your family's here. Maybe someone lifted your arm to point to Satan. Maybe your children are here. Maybe it's the coffee and the donuts. Maybe you parked in Leisure West and you took a wrong turn and you're wondering when the bingo stops. I believe that we can dream big 
firstly, because God is able. That's the basis for dreaming big. You see, for us as a church, and you'll find this on our little vision postcard, one of our dreams is that every person in the communities around us would know that God loves them. Now, when you've got a map of that area, that's an area that contains one million people. That's quite a big dream. It keeps me awake at night. Way beyond this. I suggest it's way beyond you. A lady called Ellen Johnson Sirleaf is uh, president of Liberia. She was the first female elected head of state in Africa. She says this, if your dreams do not scare you, they are not big enough. If your dreams do not scare you, they are not big enough. I believe that we can dare to dream, and we can dream big dreams, because we do so in the presence of God, who is able. And God is not only able, but he does immeasurably more. He does immeasurably more. God fuels our dreams and fills our world, and he is able to do immeasurably more. I don't believe there's any risk of us dreaming something that God is unable to do. We don't stand that risk at all. And so on the basis of that, that God is able, he does immeasurably more, he invites us into two things. Firstly, we're invited to ask. We're invited to ask. You want your whole family to come to faith? Ask. You want the whole of your workplace to come to faith? Ask. You want the whole of your street to come to faith? Ask. You want the community in which you live to come alive, for the businesses to thrive, for people to do really well, for relationships to be blessed in that area? as I was thinking this week is, how big are my prayers? How big are your prayers? And could they be bigger? Could they be bigger? And actually, next term, we're going to run a series on prayer, because we feel this is something the Lord is wanting to press into. And so we're going to be running that in June. There are going to be special materials that are going to be made available for small groups. I'd encourage you to look out for that, because the Lord wants, and he's inviting us,
you have permission to imagine. And you have permission to partner with God in pursuing the dreams that He's putting into your life. You have permission to partner with Him. Verse 20, this is how it reads. It says, to Him who is able, and then it says, according to His power that is at work within us. That's the language of partnership. It's the language of partnership. It's unequal parties, but we get to partner with God. We get to partner with God with pursuing the dreams that He places into our hearts. And so, one of the things that I think is good to think is, well, actually, rather than thinking about working for God, think about partnering with God. Rather than working for God, think about partnering with God. Let Him fuel your imagination, expand your dreams, and then partner with Him to lift them up. Remember that once you say yes to following Jesus, you are someone, I am someone, who is being filled with the fullness of God. And that changes everything. That changes everything. So when you or I go into a shop, Shows up. So imagine Rob goes into a shop and does everything out the shop. Is it Rob that turns up, or is it Rob who is being filled with the fullness of Christ? And so when you turn up into your office tomorrow morning, who turns up? Is it little old you, or is it you who is someone being filled with the fullness of Christ? When you walk down the street, when you go for a turns up? Ordinarily or supernaturally? The leaders being filled with the fullness of Christ. You see, in that reality, imagine what becomes possible. What becomes possible is we carry hope and life and freedom and healing everywhere we go. I believe this is for everyone, every day, everywhere, into every environment that we step. Someone on this piece of paper who really needs 
to hear from God. That they really need to hear something that would help fuel the dreams that God has put into their hearts. They really need to hear God speak into the dreams that he is speaking to them about. And so grab a piece of paper and a pen. There are some baskets going around if you haven't got a pen or you, you could jot a note on your phone um, or grab a new sheet or grab a welcome card. Don't write on the back of the person in front of you. That would just be all wrong. And very simply, I'm going to give you one minute to write down something that you feel that the Lord gives you for that person. And you may think, well, I, I, I don't even know God yet. Or I've never done this before. I would just encourage you. It might just be a mind's eye picture that comes into your head. It might be just something encouraging like, go for it. Or, you know, just, just run into your dreams. Be, be courageous. It might be something like that. It might be a, a verse from the Bible that springs to your mind. It, it might be just a, something that's happened in the past that you're just reminded of in this moment. So I'm going to give you one minute. One minute to write down something that you feel the Lord is speaking to this person here. Make it really encouraging. Something that would spur them on. That would build them up. That would strengthen them for that. Don't overthink it. Don't be just a word that pops into your head.
sorry. Um, I caught my eye as um, we were out this morning, and I saw people sort of pointing in, but God was um, stirring that for a while. Um, and yes, we want to encourage you with that. So thanks, John Wilmot.
is that we would have the grace to wrestle with those things, to, uh, to press into the mysteries of what you say and to, to wrestle with them until we sort of get to a place where we grasp them more. And so, Lord, I ask that you do that with us this morning. And, Lord, where we need a specific touch of your presence right now to release hope, to release healing, to release freedom, Lord, let your kingdom come. In Jesus' name. Amen.